Heels. Welcome back. It's your host, Marcus Merton, back again with Jose Miranda. What's going on, Jose, man? What's going on, brother? And this week, we've got an interview for you guys. The Golden Idol, Mr. Aaron James. Aaron, say hi to the people. What's going on, everybody out there in uh, radio podcast land? So, Aaron, Mr. Golden Idol, tell us, what, what got you into wrestling, man? What, what, uh, how did you become the man you are today? Oh, that is a, I don't know if you call me a man. Uh, my, <laughs> my wonderful girlfriend calls me a man-child walking around in speedos and cows. So, um, you know, man, growing up in the South, um, you know, I was fortunate enough to grow up in the territory days, um, mm-hmm. going to wrestling every Saturday night in Dothan, Alabama, Farm Center, um, down to the Ranch Gardens in Panama City on Thursday nights. Um, so, you know, small southern town, you know, pretty much all the you know people like is uh, stock car racing and, and wrestling, mm-hmm. um, and you know just kind of uh, grew out of it a little bit <laughs> as a kid. And, and um, you know, about 20 years old, uh, 21, a friend of mine uh, decided he wanted to get into wrestling because he thought it was cool, and he wouldn't do it unless somebody else did it. So I was like, hey, whatever, man, I'll I'll go uh, humor you. Uh, we went up to training <laughs> school. Um, the guy uh, that was running it, Will Pritchard, looked at me. He's like, you absolutely suck and you'll never make it and um i think you know anybody that knows me knows that's the, the wrong thing to tell me because i will drive a mm-hmm. lawnmower off into a pond <laughs> so, and man that's uh that was in 2000 and you know, i haven't looked back um so you nice, know, man. 20 years of people telling me i can't do it and going yeah i, I can do it so, so man so what current what, uh, what promotion are you currently with um, so right now, my home promotion, um, and, and it's funny I call it home because it's five hours away almost, is, uh, is Victory Championship mm-hmm. Wrestling um, out of Mumford, Alabama. Uh, and great crew. Um, you know, look them up on the, uh, on the, the five apps. Um, I can't tell you which ones they're on because they're on a ton of them. Uh, you know, and also their okay. YouTube channel. Uh, great production um, set up, uh, and they run the company smoothly. Um, you know, they know what they want from the wrestlers. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's a great locker room, you know, um, for the most part. You know, you know, of course, your, your bad guys, the guys that think they, uh, you know, run the show, they got their own little personal locker rooms because they're prima donnas. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, you know but most of us crew in there, you know, we, you know, um, you know we'll, we'll do it. Um, but, yeah, you know, that's, uh, if you're up in that, that, Talladega, Birmingham, Atlanta kind of area, and you want to make that short drive over. Um, you know, they're they're definitely a great company to um, promotion to to watch. Okay, Victory Championship Wrestling, is that right? Yeah, Victory Championship Wrestling. Um, you know, and then uh, I've got a, a few down here local that I like to to compete for. Uh, Combat Sports Pro Wrestling um, mm-hmm. out of Navarre, Florida. Um, great group of guys, uh, a lot of guys that I came up with, a lot of young guys that, uh, you know, remember them being fans whenever I was first starting out, that, you know, their peers, um, you know, so whenever I get to work local, that's, you know, I lo- love working for those guys. Awesome, good shit, awesome, good shit. Yeah, that is dope. Oh, champion. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's up? Oh, sorry, you broke up. I didn't hear the answer. Oh no, no, no. Um, I didn't hear the question. Uh, oh, like, you know, uh, country so, roads. 
Are you in the? Uh, are you any world title pictures right now? Going um, to, you know, uh, to need to push you up with the belt. Uh, you know, we're right now. Um, you know, of course, everything being in flux with with wrestling and uh, yeah. the pandemic got going on. Um, you know, companies will start to book up their um, their events and have some ideas. Um, you know, and then they'll get shut down because you know for whatever mandates that local governments have. Um, right now, title picture. Um, you know, I'm looking at the victory championship heavyweight title. Um, oh, you know, there got, you my go. sight, got my sight set on that. There's a young man, the champion, Big Smooth. Great competitor, great, uh, great talent. He's going to be up at the top levels uh, someday. But you know, right now he's young and he's uh, um, not humble in the words of the Iron Sheik. So uh, he's, <laughs> you know, he, he's full of himself and he's a young man, and that's understandable. And uh, you know, it just takes an old man to, you know, humor him, you know, humble him a little bit to, to get him back on level, um, you know, set him, mm-hmm. set him right. So, um, so that's that's I the mean, one championship. You better be good if you're if you're calling yourself Big Smooth. That's high bar. Uh, yeah, yeah he is. Yeah, he is smooth as cream cheese on a bagel. I'll give him that. <laughs> just you know, he just needs a, a good old Florida attitude adjustment, and and he'll be yep. set right. And I'm the man to do it. Dig what you're putting down. Dig what you're putting down. So, question. Yes. The name Psychotic Unicorn, where does that come from? (laughs) Uh, You know, I was throwing around some gimmicks, some ideas. um, For a long while, um, I used to, you know, run under the the name Aaron Idol, um, Mm -hmm. just as a nod to to Austin Idol. You know, he was a a local legend down here on the Gulf Coast. And... um, you know, there's a lot of other guys that use the idol name um, that do it way better um, than I ever could. And so I was just trying to figure out some things that kind of set me apart. And um, anybody that knows me knows I'm a little crazy. Um, okay. And then I'm a unicorn in the sense of wrestling that, you know, I don't have any summer babies. Um, mm. You know, I, I, got a, I got a master's degree. You know, I'm not flipping burgers at Taco Bell. Um, okay. <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm not bumming around, you know, for gas money, you know, um, you know, That's a good situation to be in. Very good situation yeah. to be in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so definitely a unicorn um, when you look at a lot of the wrestlers um, mm-hmm. at like, what I like to call the, the outlaw mud shows. Um, but uh, apparently there's a uh, another meaning for unicorn that Urban Dictionary has, so I dropped that really fast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like I'm in Pizza here. Uh, <laughs> you know, so I just um you know, I finally swapped it over to Mr. Emerald Coast. Um, you know, represent where I'm from, uh, represent the great tradition of professional wrestling that that comes okay. here and you know, hopefully some you know, people that are movers and shakers, you know, you know, can look at me and go, Hey, this guy's good and if, you know, if he's good you know, there's got to be some other good guys down there that we can come and scoop up. So. Oh, man, that's nice thinking about other guys. Yeah, thinking about I the like boys. It, I like it. I like, I like the name. I like the, the creative behind it because at first I was like, psychotic uniform. So I'm what would you say your so what would you say your wrestling style is psychotic unicorn? Um, <laughs> then, you know, I kind of, um, I can kind of do it all. Um, I've slowed down okay. a little bit. Um, you know, just finally adjusting to to my size. Um, for you know, growing up, I was always a small kid, um, so mm-hmm. I, I kind of in the back of my head think that I'm a I'm a little guy, um, and I always try to 
at one point to do the junior heavyweight moves, the uh, you know the high flying dangerous stuff, and uh-huh. um, it just, it just finally clicked of um, talking with some teammates and uh, promoters of like you know you're you're 250 pounds, you're a big guy, like be a big guy, you know. Um, so I've kind of morphed into, um, you know, if we throw an agglomation, you know, a Ric Flair um, mm-hmm. and Dusty Rhodes kind of merger of, you know, uh, being able to, to work and, you know, wrestle really well, but then also, you know, fight box and, um, you know, throw fists whenever that, you know, that's what it comes to. Yeah. So, You're from the South, so I'm sure you have a big Dusty influence, right? Um, yeah, um, you know, so much that I, I ripped off his uh, boot design uh, for my new boots. So, <laughs> um, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, um, you know, I was looking, you know, all the guys that are wearing cowboy mm-hmm. boots, uh, you know, do that uh, Austin Hall style with the double eagle, and I wanted something to really set myself apart. Um, and yeah. one of the producers, um, actually at Victory Championship Wrestling, was like, you know, hey, man, do the Dusty Rhodes boots. Those are great. Nobody does it. And, you know, the old school wrestling fans are going to see it and love it. Um, and the new school fans, they're not, you know, not going really, to really know. You know. Um, and I'm actually friends with one of Dusty's nieces. Uh, I worked with her uh, teaching. And when I posted the picture of the boots and wearing them, and oh, you know, she wow. messaged me up. And you know, wow. gave me a double thumbs up of like, yeah, that's great. You know, thank you. So, oh, so you, you got the blessing then. I got a blessing from one of the... Uh, Runnels clan, so um, <laughs> can't get any better than that. Yeah, I mean, I dropped a picture to Cody and Dustin. Um, you know, never, never got anything back. So, <laughs> wow, pretty, pretty Madonna's. Uh, they're busy, man. They're busy. They're busy guys. So, um, you know, Cody's trying to figure out how to keep that TNT championship. You know, from from all the independent guys that, that are gunning for him. Yeah. He he that that has just turned into the independent spotlight showcase, hasn't it? I'm digging it. I dig it. Yeah, I, like it this is and um, you know, there was a guy who's no longer in the business. Uh, kind of threw some salt, you know, on it with all those indie, indie guys, you know, throwing our names out. And and I think it's great. Um, you know, you're getting your name out. You know, you're you're tagging yourself. People that are, you know, following Cody Rhodes on Twitter, um, are are seeing mm-hmm. your name, and you know, so that's going to lead them to looking at your matches. Um, I agree, you know, yeah. Add, you know, more fans, sell some more merchandise. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's nothing wrong with, with selling yourself. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, somebody's going to buy it, you know, eventually. Yeah, exactly. That's right. And I, I like the way AEW, you know, gives at least at least a couple spotlights to people in a fashion that will at least make them look good. Like yeah. WWE will plant, will plant someone new in a position and then just stick them into a routine that everybody else goes into, and it's just like, okay, all right, well. Yeah, they, I like, I like that they're giving everybody shots. They're, they're giving everybody an opportunity, man, that, and that's, that's something that you don't really see too mm-hmm. much of. So I like that. I definitely like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the problem with, with WWE is you go down to get work, and they stick you in as an extra slot in your background. Um, mm-hmm. You're like the extra, you know, on a, on a movie set, um, which exactly. is great get your face out there but with AEW um you know they're, they're like you said they're throwing shots out there to the indie guys I mean Fabu Andre um you know great kid um you know he's working regular for them um yeah. uh, you know Warhorse JP Warhorse you know promoted himself on Twitter so much that he's you know he's got a he's got a match uh this weekend with Cody I mean 
Um, and then one yeah, of yeah, uh, I was looking. I was looking at JP Warhorse. Is he just like mini like Ultimate Warrior? Because that's what I'm getting. Um, <laughs> Am I wrong? Know, Am I off base? <laughs> no, you know he's kind of got that heavy metal, um, insane kind of kind of personality. I mm-hmm. think he, um, you know, from what I remember, I know he uh, ripped his face off almost um, in a tournament. What? Yeah, he got a, a wire was sticking out, and he went headfirst into it and stuck into the side of his mouth and ripped it open. Oh, uh, oh I saw that injury. Oh, that's what happened. Yeah. Oh, so. Jesus. And oh. like, that is so heavy metal, and he just went with it, and and it worked for him. So, wow! I hope he puts on a banger because the Eddie Kingston match this week was amazing. That was a great yeah. match. Yeah, yeah. Eddie Kingston is just God, man. That dude's a talker. I mean, he yeah, the- control that that dude. I mean, he made. I watched it. He made me believe, and mm-hmm. that's a very hard thing to do for someone like me. Um. I, I sat there on the edge of my seat going, oh, yes. Like, exactly. this, is, this is what wrestling is supposed to be. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it felt like, the way he talked just felt organic. Like, he wasn't, like, him putting in his catchphrase in every sentence or some type of, you know, slogan every other sentence. Yeah. Right. That's so bad. Those are the best promos, though. You know, when you don't when you don't sound scripted, you sound like you're you it's it's just going. Like you're you're not not like you're reading it off of somewhere or trying to memorize stuff. It's just something that's natural. It's just so different, man. Like I've like re- I, I used to watch, you know, WWE weekly and shit. And I just I watch it sometimes, but AEW man, like that's I actually turn on my T V and watch it. Like it's it's just so refreshing. It is. It's different. It's different. I've, I've I've actually stopped um, watching. I can't say I stopped watching, but I have. I went from watching the live shows to just catching the previews and you know mm-hmm. the the catch ups WWE because it's like, why do I want to sit there and invest my time so that I can see Seth Rollins throw up on the side of the ring? <laughs> <laughs> that's not. Yo, that's I not watched like, that live. That was crazy. I was laughing. Yeah, I'm like, that, whole, that whole night was ridiculous. That whole night was just ridiculous. Dude, I felt I felt insulted that night. I felt like they were insulting my intelligence the whole entire time. Yeah, that's uh, one of the things with WWE is, um, and my you know my coach Bobby Dahl uh, told me I was you know they're not making they're not doing wrestling they're making so um, and it's and you have to think in in terms of of a movie, you know. Um, That's true, yeah. Yeah. So, and they, they don't gear it to us. They don't gear it to us wrestling fans. They're gearing it to children because mm-hmm. children are going to go to the live event. How are you breaking up, Aaron? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, it's breaking up a little. Oh, well, we wait to get Aaron back. You know what's awesome? I don't like how flat NXT's been lately. Yeah, that was the next thing I was actually going to say. But, I mean, it, it's been flat in storyline, but their matches have been have been real good. I just hate this whole carousel title system they have. It's so weird. Yeah. I, it's just I like, it's, it's no more, they don't have storylines anymore. It's just, here's it's just, a week, here's, <laughs> here's, here's, here's your match, next week you have a title shot. Yep. Okay. That's every story. 
like the only story they really have going is like Dakota Kai and um God, what's homegirl's name? Uh Tegan. Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox, yeah. And even that's, you know, scattered to the wind currently. Yeah. Do you do you do you see the uh the new sort of the new age uh nation of domination they're trying to form over on WWE? I've heard they're skittish about doing that because they don't want to be racial right now. Mm-hmm. I yeah, mean, I, I get it. I also I think it's I also kinda of want if if they sell like some retro nation of domination shirts, I'm for it. So they're saying kind of, right. that at some point they might have uh, Sami Zayn be the voice of that at some point. Because they still need one more member. They've got Shelton, Lashley, and MVP, so they're saying that the other member might be... Um, Sami uh, Zayn. No, no, Sami Zayn eventually. But for right now, they're looking at um dude from um, Street Profits. Montez Ford. Yes, Montez Ford. A young, outspoken Montez Ford. Thank you. That's that's definitely. I mean, that would be interesting. So it would be Montez Ford, and so it would be the Street Profits, MVP, Bobby Lashley, and Shelton Benjamin. Is what you're saying? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hearing. They're also stating what I'm also hearing is that um, New Day is gearing up to uh, to break up. Big E's gonna start getting a singles push. Well, they already addressed that on SmackDown last night. Kofi Kofi gave them the okay to go on a singles run, so they're not breaking up. They they better never break up the New Day. They know yeah. better. Like, yeah, because I was going to say that that's a faction you don't want to break up. It's, it's yeah. a moneymaker. Yeah. yeah, Kofi said he's going to be out for six weeks. So Biggie's going to be on a singles push for a little bit. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I can see him getting, like, the IC title. I, I don't know if he'll beat, like, because he's got to do something. It's clear, you know, six weeks is SummerSlam. So he's going to have a singles match at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, don't, I don't see Grand Metal League beating AJ Styles next week on SmackDown. On free TV. So, yeah. I don't either. I, I'm interested, though, to see where it goes. It's going to be an interesting push. I want to see I want to see how big his push is going to actually be. I mean, if it ends up on Strowman, just then what? You'd have that to, one then he'd out, have though. to lose it to... Exactly, because then what's the point of the whole, you know, Fiend build-up? Exactly. And then uh, it, it, it was weird to see the... OG Bray Wyatt, and then see the Fiend at the end because it's like okay now now you got like four different personalities on one camera, yeah. so it's like it's kind of throwing me off because you start off with the OG Bray Wyatt, then you go to the Firefly Funhouse, then you go to the Fiend, and then you switch back. So it's like, eh. but I will. Well, I mean, I'm down. I'm down for the mankind. I'm down for the mankind vibes. How about how do you feel, Aaron? You back? Aaron, you back? Yeah, I think we're back. Yeah. How, yeah. how do you feel about the mankind vibes of? Of Bray Wyatt now that he's what so it's Bray Wyatt, Muscle Man, uh, the Fiend, and old school Bray Wyatt I guess like preacher Bray Wyatt I guess you eater of what? eater of worlds we can yeah eater of worlds yeah there you go yeah I so that's, um that's four Wyatts four Wyatts I mean I think as long as they they book it correctly um you know, Mick Foley was just special on being able to run through those personalities um, and he made it work and believable um, you know so and I haven't watched anything really with WWE um, you know with the newer stuff to kind of get mm-hmm. an idea um, but I think Bray is obviously talented enough to be able to do it I mean the family he comes from I mean he you know, grew up in this um, 
so so yeah you know i think um it's just a matter of the fans buying it and and getting it getting behind it um and as long as they book it correctly and you know have some guys feed into him that he can you know build up whichever character he wants to uh, go with I, I think it'd be perfect i agree man like, i'm always down i mean i think bray white's you know creatively genius i hate these matches that he put together though like i didn't like that swamp match it was so boring. It was them talking for like yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah, fighting in the swamp is... <laughs> and then like Bray yeah. beat up everybody but... I mean, uh, Braun beat up everybody but Bray. You know what threw me? They had the one stuntman who got lit on fire, and he didn't have a mask. Everybody else had a mask on. <laughs> yeah, so I, saw I, was, that. I was looking at this guy, I was like, who is he? Because at first I thought it was like Jakovic or something. So then I was like, no, he's way too small to be Dijakovic. And then he just, you know, caught on fire and ran away. So I was like, all right. Man, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have no idea what they're doing down that full cell. Um, <laughs> it's just, um, they, they just get further and further away from, you know, professional wrestling and more into comic book realm, um, which is great, which is okay. Uh-huh. Um, you know, but for me, that's like, okay, guys, you're cool. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, I'll have fun. I'm not going to work that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I lie. I mean, if they ask me a contract, I take it. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> Vince McMahon's checks don't bounce. So oh, no, honest. they do not. No, they don't. If, he, if he wants to give them to you, they... Yeah. yeah they, they, they flop down very hard. Mm-hmm. It's, they're very 50-50 on these cinematic, you know, wrestling matches. Because I actually watched the bar fight last night between Jeff Hardy and Sheamus. It was pretty good. Like, I was, I was sports entertained throughout it all. That was good. Yeah, that was good. But then you also have like you know the the Dream and Adam Cole match, which I thought was just overbooked to hell. Mm-hmm. And then you have you know the Boneyard match, which was you know a plus, fantastic, amazing. And then you had Bray Wyatt's things that he's done, which are you know they're cool, but as far as wrestling matches, horrible. Right. So you know, and then oh, you know, then the Tower, you know, the Titan Tower, Money in the Bank, that was cool. I thought the women's side was more fun than the men's side, but men had a couple good moments. So I think yeah, they're about 50, or 50 50 on the cinematic so far. Definitely. Yeah, and I think they're, they're, they're learning. Mm-hmm. They can't follow that match. Yeah, that, that bone error or something. So it, was, it, was, it was a perfect culmination of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But it's so sad that they're falling flat, but AEW is getting better. What do you guys think about Impact? Are you guys, have you guys been keeping up with Impact at all? I haven't. So they got a they got a whole influx of WWE people. After, oh, that that's where after Heath Slater was. Yeah, so they have oh, Heath Slater. Okay, yes, yes, I saw. Uh, they have Heath Slater. Um, EC3 made a uh, made a EC3. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kurt Hawkins. Uh, Eric Young. Yep, and Anderson Gallows. Mm-hmm. So that's a big, that's like, you know, that's six people. That's a pretty decent haul. Oh, yeah. And, and then Gallows and Anderson, I think they're set to go back to uh, Japan, whatever they possibly can. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't doubt it. So it's been, a little, it's been a lot of shake-up around outside of WWE, but WWE is still churning ahead with what mm-hmm. they're doing. I think Oops. at some point soon, though, they're, they're going to have to start changing. They, so, need, they need an edge. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm hearing that, and then I'm hearing their ratings ain't looking all that great lately. Mm-hmm. No, they're horrible. It's like really bad. 
Yeah, they, uh, I like though that NXT is 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 keeping is keeping itself separated from SmackDown and Raw in the sense that they're not following the comic booky trend like how Raw and SmackDown are. You know what I'm saying? They still have their kind of quirky little storylines, but for the most part, it's more believable. It's something I I would rather invest my time than seeing Rey Mysterio's fake eye pop out of his his face. <laughs> That was so bad seeing that. Oh my god, it felt bad. That was horrible. <laughs> but even NXT, man, NXT is just uh, so draggy lately. Like I want something like I want AEW. AEW is just perfect. I'm sorry. Like they've made me, they've made me a big fan of the Butcher and the Blade in like four months. Like I love the Butcher and the Blade. I didn't even. Yeah, know, I, 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 everyone's just presented so well in AEW. And I, I agree. The difference is just stark. Yeah, I think if you could take a promotion, if you could blend it in with NWA um, and AEW, um, I think mm-hmm. that would be perfect um, for for the wrestling fans. Um, you know, and it gives guys like me, like you know, some extra bigger places to work. Um, I agree. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, they're they're not focusing on. Um, you know, the bodybuilder-esque physique competitors uh, that mm-hmm. Impact and, and WWE want. Um, you know, they actually want, you know, guys that look like wrestlers, that, that look like, you know, in, in, in my words, you know, look like grown-ass men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, exactly. um, you know, and the older fans, fans like that. Um, so, and, and my, you know, my tag, my new tag partner, uh, Hayes Jensen, and I were talking about, you know, really trying to shoot our shot to, you know, head over to, to Jacksonville because I think we, you know, definitely have that old school look um, that would, you know, fit in with either NWA or or AEW. Oh, yeah, man, definitely. If, you, shoot, oh, yeah. if you're close to Jacksonville, you got to shoot your shot, man. Now's the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah certainly. Now's definitely yeah. the time. And, they're, and they're, always in, they're always probably looking for tag teams because their tag team division stacked. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and tag team wrestling is is such a lost art that you you know you really don't have guys that are proficient in it. So once you guys that that can lay down the psychology of tag team wrestling and make it competitive, like you know old Rock and Roll Express or Midnight Express or the Russians mm-hmm. or um, you know uh, etc. Uh, um, you know it works and it makes tag team wrestling exciting. Um, mm-hmm. And and that really as a kid used to be my favorite favorite part of, of the wrestling shows were, were the damn tag matches. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. There's, all right, so I got a kind of a random question. How, how do you feel about tag ropes? Oh, man, I love <laughs> tag ropes. Um, and, because, and like, as a matter of fact, I, go ahead. Like, they, they were talking about how AEW's, like, gotten rid of them because of, you know, the, the Lucha Brothers and all this other shit. And, like, I never, I'm dead serious. I, I didn't notice tag ropes until, like, two years ago. And that's only because of the Tyler Bate. Uh, I mean, there was, like, a Mustache Mountain tag match. I forget who they were going against. And they made a big deal about Tyler Bate, you know, not being on the tag rope. I was like, what? Yeah. Um, And then since then, I just always notice it now. But I I guess I kind of like just kind of base it off video games. I'm like, I've never had to hold a tag rope in a video game. I've never seen it. I would just always go off the ropes and beat up the other guy. And and apparently there's like rules against that. And that was an eye-opener. And I, yeah, I felt bad. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a it's a real good um, you know psychology aspect. Um, 
you know, especially like your baby face gets really, really excited and, you know, they go for that, you know, that hot tag and he's, you know, in the middle of the, of the ring or, you know, the ropes on the outside makes the tag and the referee, nah, you weren't taking you the tag rope and then boom, you know, the heels are getting the heat back on, you know, and, you know, pisses the fans off because it's like, crap, I should have known him. I should have been following the rules, you know, yeah. um, but I've been, I've been to, and, and uh, you know, looked at the ring and there's no tag rope and I'm, I go find some string and I'll tie a tag rope on there. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta have it mentally just for me to, to do my job. Um, you know, it just, you know, it's working as a baby face. If I'm a heel, I got that tag rope because it's 18 inches, mm-hmm. you know, I can get the, um, the, the baby face on the, on the corner, pop his head through the ropes, choking with that cord a little bit, you yeah. know, let the fans see it. I mean, yeah. you know, so I feel like I've seen that has its multiple uses. I feel like I've seen that yeah. spot too, and I never put two and two together that that was actually yeah. tied to the turnbuckle. Oh, so yeah. you never noticed yeah. that there was a rope there the whole entire time? It's. I feel like I'm dead serious. Like I'll go back and watch like old tag matches, and then I notice people holding this rope now. I feel like it's just something <laughs> I overlooked like all the time. Like I just never thought about like why is this guy. Like I, it never clicked to me why you had to be in the corner to tag them, and it's because of the tag room. Yeah, if you go back and watch like the old NWA, the old territory stuff on the network, um, you'll see those guys. I mean, even the heels are holding the damn rope before they um, tag in. Um, you know, so it's it's just that that wonderful little little gimmick, and man, I love it. It makes a world world of difference in tag wrestling. I yeah. feel like it, it probably has, and I just never noticed, man. I feel like I'm so behind. I'm going to have to yeah, go back. It sounds like, like controversy when you try to get that hot tag and you're not holding on to that rope and you just jump in thinking you got the tag, but nope, the referee makes you go right back out again. See, I think, I think, I think I'm dead serious. I think when they said, like, he's not on the rope, I always think they meant, like, the top rope of the turnbuckle, not an actual rope that was, like, an actual separate, like, little rope. I, I think that never that never clicked in my head to me. I'm dead serious. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to admit this to everybody. <laughs> uh, but it's great too. Like the the heels can do the tag and not hold that rope, and the referee not see them not holding the rope. You know, for whatever distraction. And man, if you got the smart fans out there that know the rules, um, um, you know they can start cussing at the you know the referee like, hey, he wasn't holding the rope, and the referee like, hey, I didn't see it. I thought he was. You know, and it puts heat on the ref. <laughs> it does. Wow. Yeah. God, yeah. The one secret everyone knew but me. Feel bad. <laughs> but now you know. This is what happens when you hang out with Mr. Emerald Coast, Aaron James. You learn everything. Oh, there we go. I love it. I love it. Mr. Emerald Coast. So when's the next time you'll be on the Emerald Coast, my friend? Um, I'm actually on the Emerald Coast right now, um, taking a much-needed day off. I am uh, with my wonderful girlfriend, um, and we are searching for local breweries um, in the Panhandle. Um, so we are actually in the wonderful town of Campbellton, Florida, um, and we are uh, going to find this place called Southern Field Brewery that just opened up and uh, go, su- go support some local local businesses. That's what I'm talking about. Local breweries are some of the best ones to support, right? Oh, yeah, and there's a barbecue shack right across oh. the road from it that I've just seen, so I'm going to be fat with status here in a minute. Oh, that is fantastic. <laughs> that is go. fantastic. All right, so, Mr. James, where can the people find you and look up more to watch you wrestle? All right, uh, so you can go on um, YouTube, my Mad Board videos. Uh, finally got my YouTube channel back. 
um, under um, book. Uh, it's just Aaron James under uh, YouTube. Um, and for uh, Twitter, um, it's uh, Aaron underscore James 77. Um, and then on Facebook, um, just Aaron James. Um, and um, I'm thinking um, here my uh, Instagram, which I hardly ever use it and I need to more, is um, the Golden Idol. Um, mm-hmm. So you can pull those up. And I'm adding more stuff um, as, as daily um, and hopefully be uh, – Hitting the Patreon here pretty soon. Oh, um, nice, nice, nice. Okay. Uh, hey, man, shoot over the links when you got them. Definitely, definitely, guys. Uh, and man, I appreciate this uh, this wonderful uh, opportunity platform that you guys are doing for all of us independent wrestlers. Um, you know, it's you guys, the fans that run these podcasts that you know really help us get our name out there to a bigger audience. So, um, you know, bottom of my heart, I, I greatly appreciate it. Oh man, you're welcome. Thank you for spending awesome, some time man. with us and answering our questions. And All right, amen. Any, yeah, man. We'll definitely have you back, yeah. bro. Any shout outs you got? Any shout outs you got, Jose, before we head out? Um, yeah, man. Shout out to Seth Rollins for just letting it all hang out on that match, man. And <laughs> <laughs> showing us, showing us what he's got on the inside. <laughs> no, man. But um, shout out to uh, to EC3, man. I didn't see that one coming. I I I like that. I like that move. I think I think Impact Wrestling is gonna be a a good fit for him. Me too. Me too. Aaron, any shout outs? Any any uh, special mentions? Special mentions? Yeah. Oh, we lost Aaron. Well, shout out to Evil, the new head of Bullet Club, and. Uh, <laughs> Horomu as well, because uh, they're just they're just the best. Love mm-hmm. them. Aaron, any shout outs you want to give before we uh, log off here? Uh, yeah, you know, um, you know, shout out to um, you, know, uh, Frankie, uh, my boy Frankie Thomas down here in Mississippi. Uh, he's gonna be on AEW Dark, uh, going against Lance Archer. Oh um, yeah, I saw that. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. So uh, big props to him for uh, for getting that shot. Um, you know, remember us little people. Um, <laughs> JP uh, Warhorse for getting his shot. Um, you know, and then just a shout out to all the fans that are following me um, and supporting me. Um, you know, I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, so you guys stay tuned because we're going to be uh, blowing the scene up here in the next year. Awesome, uh, man. Awesome, man. All right, guys. You heard the man. Follow Mr. Aaron James. Check out his stuff, and we will catch you all later. Heels, we're out. Ring the bell.